What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 87.0. We are continuing our battle games for the year. This time going with the 2009 hit Terminator Salvation. Today I have with me Matt. Hey, guys. And Anthony. Hello. So, Terminator Salvation. Oh, yeah. This game. This movie. This is the most accurate movie adaptation ever. Because it, too, is a piece of shit. So, I have never seen Terminator Salvation. Still? Still. You're... Good for you. I don't think it's the worst Terminator movie, but it's no, far No, not anymore. Well, it's far and away my least favorite. Uh, you liked Genesis more than this? Much more than this. Uh, Genesis was the one where they first this, discovered the humanoid Terminators? No, uh, maybe. Genesis is the one where, like, Arnold was back as the Terminator... And it was the uh, chick from Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark, yeah. as uh, Sarah Connor. Oh, and it's like going back in time. It's like an and, alternate but now universe. Things have changed. Yeah, and then like, um, oh god, what's uh, John Connor is actually sent back, but he's a Terminator. That's totally different. So what's the as one ridiculous as it was, I thought it was much more fun. Which which one am I thinking of? That happens, and they they the the guy who he they don't he didn't know he was a Terminator until they started operating on him. Remember that that's in Salvation. Yeah. Are you sure? Because he's the yeah. main character, not Christian Bale. Yep, that's Salvation. That's Salvation. No. Yeah. I have to know now. Anton Yelchin is the young Kyle Reese. Yep, Sam Worthington plays the main character, who finds out, spoiler, most of the way through the movie, that he's a Terminator. And he's an unwilling pawn to the Skynet overmind, basically. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I saw this in theaters. Never mind. I'm trying to think. Was it the fourth Terminator movie? This is the fourth one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Genesis, in my opinion, is worse because at least this doesn't like put its like stomp on the rest of the movies. This is really boring, though. Yeah, like, uh, and, and I think Christian Bale ruined it. To be honest, well, he's our outro song, I think. So, um, yeah, I this movie. Every time, like in the, uh, I want to say in the first Terminator, you see the future, right? Yes. I think you see a bit of it in the second one, but not the same. It was like this super dark. Um, how do I put it? It was always night for some reason. It was always night, yeah. and it looked like this, uh, like um, Terminators crunching on skulls. It, yeah, like it was this weird future that was like really kind of blue. Yeah. And then you see this movie and it's brown. Brown. And it's like, it doesn't feel like a war is taking place. It feels like the war has already happened. Yep. 
And then you play this game and it's green for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've said this before, but I hated this movie. I still do. I guess I didn't hate it quite as much because I did watch it this week again. I didn't hate it quite as much as I did before, but I, I loved the the simple premise for the original ending of the movie where and I, I don't know if you guys already know this but basically John Connor was meant to die in the end of the movie and the whole point was that John Connor was just a a figure basically and anybody could have been John Connor like different people would take up the mantle because as the legend of John Connor grew they needed to keep John Connor the legend alive to keep people having faith right you know to give people hope and so if he died more of an inspiration yeah and that that's all it was meant to be but my understanding of this movie is christian bale said fuck that i want to make multiple movies i don't want you to kill me i want to be the main character and i want to be the main character for a trilogy and so they rewrote the whole movie changed the whole ending because he wanted to stick around and have another franchise but that franchise never came yeah that's what happens when your movie's not very good that's yep. what happens when you yell at the lighting guy. Yeah, it does look nice though. It, you know, it's it's as grim as it is. It you know, it, it it's got. I don't know. Sam Worthington was good. Yeah, I, I remember that. That like, uh, gosh, man, I I thought that was a completely different movie. I don't even remember Christian Bell being in it. I just remember <laughs> that's because he's not the main character. Yeah, Th- this is this. I just remember people hating Terminator 3 when Terminator 3 came out. Yeah. And I, I, I liked like, that movie. I didn't like it. Oh, and then I remember this coming out, and it was just like... This is uh, the movie that made me like Terminator 3. I was like, yeah, in uh, actuality, it wasn't that bad compared to Terminator, this. Terminator 3 was like the... I mean, that's the part where it sold out for sure. Yeah, it, it certainly went for the more comedy bent. Yeah, but I mean, like, it was the it was the sequel I'd expect from Terminator Two because Terminator Two was so popular. Like Terminator One's a horror movie, basically. That's that's why like, I like it more. That's yeah. that's the reason why it's my favorite as well. I prefer Terminator One over Terminator Two any day and, of the week. And I I know people probably find it corny. Now, but like the way the Terminator moves at the end, the the stop motion, yeah, it looks robotic, yep, and that works. It's scary looking. I realize that they they are superimposing stuff, but like, oh my god, it looks so fucking good. It coming towards like the I think the first two movies are 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 both fantastic and both fantastic in very different ways terminator one is one of only a couple of movies that i can just watch over and over again yeah uh mostly because i absolutely adore michael bean in that movie i think he's amazing yeah i mean i liked him in aliens as well yeah underrated i think you know for me he's like he's the reason i watch those movies so much not the only reason but um has anybody seen the uh cut scene uh, the, the like like literally the scene that was cut from Terminator 3 where they explain why every, like the Arnold face is used no 
Okay, everybody needs to look that up. It's a cut, like they cut it out of the movie for some reason. It's he's like this hick, <laughs> so they've used somebody else's voice, but he's supposed to be like a soldier that they've designed all the robots after. And it is one of the funniest sequences that they just removed from the film. I don't know why. It's on, like, the Blu-ray or DVD of it. Somebody put it on YouTube. Hopefully it's still there. If it is, I'll send it to you after. But, like, it is... It is, like, oh, okay. They even have an explanation for the reason why there's just an Arnold face consistently. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just, like... Yeah, it. This is a, this was a good series up until Salvation, and I think Salvation is fine on the lore aspect, but just boring in execution. While Genesis is more interesting in execution, but is terrible for story. James Cameron have his hand in any of these? Uh, he didn't have his hand in Salvation, and. I don't know why he must have been paid a ton of money, but he went to bat for Genesis. But he's actually involved in the new one, though, right? Dark Fate. Well, so Dark Fate because the rights went back to him after Genesis. It, it like it was timed on who had the rights to Terminator, and then they would revert back to Cameron. And I don't know why Cameron went to bat for Genesis other than there being a ton of money. Because we all knew after Genesis he was getting the rights back. And he was like in ads going hey, this movie's great. <laughs> okay. So yeah. What a up, up and down roller coaster with this franchise. Yeah. I, I was I was just looking up some of the franchise stuff and um, the, the suggested stuff uh, along with Terminator was RoboCop, which I think is a far better franchise consistently. Mm, I don't know about that. Man, RoboCop. RoboCop 1, 2? Good. you going to defend RoboCop 3? I mean, I can... You're going to defend RoboCop the TV series? Oh, man. Forgot about that. You're gonna, you're gonna defend the cartoon that has like no connection. Look, Ter- Terminator TV show was really good. Oh, the Sarah Sorry. Connor Chronicles. Yeah. How long did that last? Only like two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I've never seen the RoboCop show though. Not neither. It's yeah, the RoboCop TV series might have even been canon as well. And then there's the RoboCop remake, which uh, was visually interesting when they removed the parts of him, but... I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was one of those many movies for me that was kind of a soulless remake. Yeah. Like, it was nice and slick and looked fine, but... That came out around the same time as the Total Recall remake. Yep, that's another one. I would rather watch uh, RoboCop any day of the week than I would... Total Recall remake. Total Recall was bad. Yep. I'll tell you a good remake that came around the same time as them, maybe a little bit earlier. Dread. 
Oh yeah. There's. Uh, I, I still haven't seen that. You I still really haven't seen Dread? Oh, oh my god. No, I haven't. I've watched it in 3D on man, my PSVR. Man, you went and a Blu-ray of Terminator Salvation, and you haven't watched Dread? <laughs> <laughs> I bought the director's cut also. It doesn't add much, I'll say that. I kind of figured how many cuts, how many uh, scenes were there added. <laughs> I think there's one scene added, which is just a topless scene, which adds oh. nothing. And then there's, you know, there's a couple of seconds added to some other scenes. That's it. You're telling me that the 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 oh god, the dire- the director of Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle <laughs> doesn't isn't the one that would like have this big scene that he had to remove from his film other than a topless scene. Oh my god, these are some bad movies. Charlie's Angels, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, We Are Marshall, Terminator Salvation, This Means War, Three Days to Kill. The Babysitter, and Rim of the World. Those are both Netflix, those last two were both Netflix movies. Wait, is the, if the Babysitter is the one I think it up, I'm thinking of that movie was actually pretty good. Is that a comedy? Off of, uh, uh, it's not a comedy, but it's a light-hearted slasher film. Okay, uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that then there's one. In his list, that I'd go. It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Another one I mean, might be, if only because it had no expectations and it was a Netflix movie. Like, mm-hmm. if I paid movie to see the money to see this in the theater, uh, I'd probably have a problem with it. But <laughs> barrier of entry is very low. Uh, the other soulless movie definitely Ender's Game. I did not like that. Never saw it. Didn't care to. <laughs> I had, I love the book. It's one of my favorites when I was a kid. But oh, that movie, Harrison Ford. Come on. I just hate the uh, writer of that. So yeah, sure. I was like, I don't really need to give him money. Old Orson and I don't Scott. really have any interest. Yeah, Orson Scott Card. It's a great yeah. book, though. So we've talked about movies for a while. I mean, there's really not much to say about this game. Let's be honest. It's true. Like, uh, there's really nothing to say about this. Nothing happens you, in this game. The you, best you, thing you, about this game is making me think about the Terminator movies. The only thing good about this game is that it has the cool Terminator theme song going through it. That's about it. Yep. I um, I do... <sighs> there are some I, redeeming qualities if we're comparing it to other games such as Mindjack. Well, yeah, shit. Yep. The, the, a, it's playable and <laughs> not. That's it's playable. It's, yeah. Here's the here's the alternative. Like Mindjack, like I'd go through a checkpoint or whatever. The screen would be like you're onto the next level, and then remove all my weapons. <laughs> yeah. Imagine this if, one, that, if like, this game did that. I just kept getting clips of ammo, so like I had like forty-seven clips of ammo or something absurd. The closest odd. this game came to that for me was when I was like, "Oh, I ran out of ammo with my rocket launcher. Let me go back and get the grenade launcher." It's like you have left the you've left the battle. Game over. Yeah, I'm like, but it was only twenty feet away. Tough. Game over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. 
I can duck under cover, and, like, the, like as long as I draw, like, the enemies to me, and the um, partners are alive, the AI partners will just kill enemies. Yeah, they, so, they do help as slowly. long as I'm as long as I am positioning properly. Um, the the biggest thing for me was and what hit me multiple times. Hang on, a second, I got to sneeze. <laughs> all that announcement, all that build up. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. So the the only thing it got to me was, and it happened multiple times, was the fact that your health doesn't regenerate while in combat. It does sometimes. Yeah, it makes yeah. no sense. I was going to ask you guys about that. I was a little confused at how that happened. But 80% of the time, it would not regenerate. <laughs> and uh, there's moments where if you are out of, like, grenades, you're screwed. Just die. Yeah. yeah. Might as well. If you go up against a T-600, which is the you know the quintessential Terminator, the, the robotic humanoid-looking thing, you can only kill it with explosives. So you better You can it. kill it with a, you can kill it with machine gun fire, but yeah, you go technically you can way too many clips. Because I've did it. You have to hit them in the chest basically. Yeah. Yeah. But and, I mean yeah, it's, it's, multiple it, clips. It'll take ten clips to kill one. Yep. And the thing is is these yeah. guys don't care. These guys will just straight up run right up to your cover and just walk right around it. And since there is no run button in this game. Yeah. Yeah. You can't run away from them. Also, they so, can, so they can punch you while you're in cover, by the way. Yeah, and kill you in one hit. In, in an instant kill. So if you're in cover and they're behind, so you're behind a concrete barrier. He walks up to the concrete barrier and punches the air. It registers as a punch to you and you die. Yep. Do not let these guys get close to you. There is one sequence that I was telling you about, Drew, that I hated. The, uh, the stairwell, stairwell sequence, yeah. where they start off bursting through the wall and start shooting you immediately, and you have to run up the staircase and wait for the asshole to make mm -hmm. pipe bombs. Yep. That one took me a couple tries. I think it was over ten tries. So, I, if I'm being honest, I didn't hate the enemies in this game the first couple times you fight them i wish there were either more or they did something more different. interesting encounters <laughs> yeah. because this is one of these mediocre games where they get something that they think is okay and they just give it to you over and over again for hours yeah. and no matter how okay it was to start it is stale by the end there is four sure. enemies in this game yep there's the spiders yeah. that you have to shoot them in the back there's the flying ones that you just... You the know, wasps. Wasps. There's the T-600s. And then there's the HKs, which are the giant, like, carrier ships. Oh, don't forget about the... Don't forget about the T... What is it? The T-600s? The ones that have the, the rubber skin? The skin jobs. They're the same thing, though. They, they, take, less, they take less to kill. It's true. And the, I just love the first time you run into them. Hey, there's a survivor over there. Hey, and it's like clearly a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These I'm people like, all deserve to die. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking, how stupid are you? Yeah. As it, it might have evolved gone, beep boop, I am a human. 
Yeah, it, it had that been the very first time they saw a humanoid one, I'll, I'll give you once. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like a, it doesn't have treads for legs, therefore it looks like a human. But it, they've been fighting these robots for years, so I liked no excuse. The, um, I liked as much as I hated them. I I thought the most interesting um, robots in this whole thing were the uh, motorcycles. That's true, yeah, they did have the motorcycle ones. Most interesting enemy in the game are the ones where you are sitting in the back of a truck shooting hmm. motorcycles. Cylon motorcycles. Yep. Yeah. Although, that was also one of the most frustrating parts of this whole game. The first time you fight them? I don't know if it's the first. I was going to say I thought it was the second one. Where they're coming up two at a time, basically. Oh, the, you, you, you are on the train, the bus. right? Oh, is it the bus? I thought that, I can say there's the one on the train where you have to like fire in a like. As soon as I got it, I didn't have an issue, but it was like you had to fire kind of like right before them, but to the right of them as yeah, well. Yeah, because your aim is weird. Like, yeah, the game auto corrects your aim for some reason. Yeah, my biggest problem was when you're trying to de- defend the bus. And they come up two at a time, and then three at a time. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you have to compensate and shoot in front of them. But the way that the truck that I was on the back of was moving, it was like my reticle was listing like back and forth, and they're very small and they move very quickly. It was just far more frustrating to actually hit them than I thought it was going to be or should have been. Yeah. So I had to turn down the sensitivity on mine because man, I couldn't aim to save my life. Then I turned the sensitivity down. I couldn't find a happy medium. Then it was too yeah. slow, and I was like, well, I'd rather be too slow than too fast because I can't hit anything if I'm too fast. But about halfway through the game, I finally decided to try other weapons beside the standard machine gun and the rocket launcher. The shotgun makes Wait. real short work of the flying guys. Yeah, I was going to say, were you not using that for the wasps? No, because not to begin that's with. much easier. Yeah, not to begin with. I mean, essentially, this game is set up that you, you almost have to use. It's like one weapon for each enemy type. Yeah. Right? Like, you yeah, almost the, you almost can only use the shotguns on the wasps. It's the shotguns on the wasps. You can use the standard assault rifle, but there's, like, the heavy assault rifle. Yeah, that'll that, make that quick work of the skin jobs. And then the spiders. Yeah. Well, the spiders, I just use my regular gun for, just circled around them. Or if I yeah. was in a rush and wanted to finish something, I'd just shoot a rocket at it. Yeah, I figured you had to use rockets for the for the actual Terminators. And I had to look it up. So I had to look this up because I was like, I'm, I, I'm out of grenades. <laughs> Why can I not pick up this pipe bomb sitting here? I had to look up the same thing! And I looked it up, and the first thing was, it's not broken. You forgot you have to switch to... The you know you forget that you have to hold down the circle button to switch your weapons, which I which taught me at the very beginning of the game, and I never mentioned it again. But it never it never mentioned it when you had grenades. Yeah. So why would you think about it having? Yeah. Let me guess. It was Game Facts that you read that on. Yes. Yeah, that's where I read it too. (laughs) You tell just by the way you worded it. Yeah. The it's not broken. I disagree. (laughs) Wrong. Game Facts. So yeah, but grenades and pipe bombs are the saving grace of this game. Yep. 
And I actually, that was one of the only times I felt good at this game, was when I could arc those, like, into the top half of a Terminator. Yeah, and they explode. It was about the only time I really felt good. And then they kind of go like a mini supernova, which didn't really look all that great, but still felt cool in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, I did that. I killed that. I killed a Terminator. So, I mean... I I can't decide if this game was more boring or more frustrating. It was a little bit of both, but not to one extreme. I never never found this game to be boring. I found it to just be standard and kind of frustrating. And the reason why is because all of us played it on hard difficulty. I did not. Oh, you did not? What did you play it on? Medium. You missed out on the platinum, man. I know I've I've gone through a third of the game on hard and just did not want to deal with it this week. I'm just curious to know if you just put on hard for the last mission if you get the trophy. It does not work that way. Game facts. Okay. Game facts. I looked it up. Somebody did. Do Somebody the work. tried okay. that and they're like, nope, it doesn't work that way. Because it feels like a game where you could get by with that. The reason why is because they have a level select at the beginning. Like when you go to the main menu, you can replay levels. So you could easily go back and redo those levels on hard if you wanted to. So if you did all of them but the second level on hard and then went back after and did just the second one, would that trigger it, do you think? Theoretically. Because I've done the first three on hard. I don't want to go back. I just wouldn't to this go back game. to this game. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not when there's there are actually other Terminator games I want to play. Like I picked up one on the original Xbox years and years ago uh, that I've always wanted to play. Was it the Terminator Three game? Yeah, but there were like three or four Terminator Three games I think on the Xbox and PS2. Hmm. I don't know. Right, there's War of the Machines, Rise of the Machines, Redemption, and I think one more. I think there's I think there's four different Terminator the Terminator games. Dawn of Fate. Yep. At least four games, which is amazing for a movie that's I don't mind it, but it's not that great. Uh but 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 Redemption is the one I've always wanted to play. Well, I can't be worse than this one. I don't think this this game is just nothing. That's that's the issue. This game is just nothing. It's like unlike Mind Jack that I feel like strives to be possibly the worst game ever (laughs) and then fails at that, too. Um, This game is interesting because it feels like they it just feels unfinished. Like or or not unfinished, but super rushed. And I, f- ever you know, I we didn't really do like a what's your history with this game yet or at all because True. what's the point? But <laughs> because what's the point? Yeah, accurate. But my like, I feel like the reason I heard about this game, other than eh, I'm I'm vaguely interested in any new Terminator game, sure. Uh, but but the reason you know that people were talking about it that I remember was hey this is the easy game to platinum yeah and at the time I was like that's kind of a 
silly way to market it, but I guess if that alone gets you extra sales, trophies generally don't get you any sales. So maybe that's a you know maybe that's a smart, bold, you know, if cheap move. And and that, that's what I thought it was until now that I've played it. I'm like, you know, they were probably just couldn't be bothered to make more trophies. Right? They probably just did that because it took the least work. I mean, yeah, probably. I think... And, and results the same, I guess. But I mean, they, they could have easily have thrown in, like, what I call the uncharted trophies, which are kill so many guys with this weapon, kill so many guys with this weapon, you know? But that actually literally would have made this a better game because... There's no reason to replay it. No, not at all. And if if you have a four to five hour game that you're charging full price for, I, I mean, I'm I'm not one to you really argue the dollar per hour as a justification for a game, but this is not an easy game to justify based on how much gameplay is in it. Yeah, especially when it's not that good per hour. So here's the thing, and, and the thing we didn't talk about. We, we normally we talk about it. Um. At the beginning, with our history, so this game was developed by Grin. Yeah, I was just looking that up, and it, Grin, it's their last Grin is game. no longer around. Yep, it, it was this was their last game. This this killed them. Grin made another game that I actually really liked, which was Wanted. Which is, I, I want to assume. They took well. Wanted is a yeah. It's a better game based off of a movie still, and then like they also did the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter games. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. They did Commando, which Commando, but like everybody they, hates, but I was actually a fan of. And they did the first Rearmed as well. But it's just like the both uh, Graz and Wanted are better third-person shooters with like cover mechanics than this game. So they could have just reskinned it, and it would have been better. Well, I looked, so I'm like, all right, let me see here. Um, they it's based off of the diesel engine, which is their own engine, mm-hmm. and they did both Graz on it. They did Bionic Commando and Bionic Commando rearmed on it, so it shows you that it's pretty flexible. They did Wanted and Terminator Salvation on it as well, <sighs> and it's like, well, why is this game? worse and then uh i mean they took the oh the, um i'm assuming the guy that started up uh overkill took it with him uh because rearm 2 was made with it and payday and payday 2 were made with it because the director of this game um alf anderson uh with i'm assuming his brother Bo, um went on to farm overkill uh yep Remind me what Overkill does? Uh, Payday. Oh. Uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead. Oh. Yeah. Did that game come out? Uh, (laughs) did it? Did it come out or did it start up and then leave? Uh, Uh, on 26th of February 2019. Uh, Skybound terminated their contract with Starbreeze Studio, leading to the discontinuation of all efforts on the game. Never mind. So, it's out, I suppose. <laughs> oh, no, the game is no longer on Steam. Hmm. Yep. Yep, I mean, just quality content 
still leaking out. You remember how Payday 2 ended up going through a bunch of, like, shit? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's like the quality from the studio left. Um, and then the guy who did, uh, who worked on Bionic Commando and, uh, Commando Rearmed went on to form the Bertil Hofberg, uh, went on to form Hofberg Pro- Productions, um, who makes Gunman Clive. Okay. Which are good games. That's <laughs> really Yep, this this fucking studio. <laughs> Holy shit! This is no spiders, where it's a bunch of games that I'm rooting for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honest. This is this is. I haven't played Wanted, but I did like Graw, the original one. Wanted is a. I don't want to say average. It's like an above, slightly above average third person shooter, based upon a movie. So, you know, go give it a weekend, finish it, and then it's pretty sure yeah, from you need out of it. It's but very, it's got it's like that, it's got the curving bullet stuff, and you know, and it works, and it works, and yeah. it doesn't follow the movie. It's like a sequel to the movie and a prequel to the movie simultaneously. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a prequel to the movie because you play as his dad, dad, but then you also play as him. That's so true. Yeah, after the events of the movie. Well, this game's technically a prequel, right? Terminator Salvation, it's just a pointless tr- prequel that is just a random day in the life of John Connor. Yeah. I guess. So, John I Connor, I, 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 we can talk about the, the story, if there even is one. People so. are trapped. We're going to save the people. Yep. Oh, yeah. no, there's some stuff in our way, and we have to go around. I have a heart. I'll save them. It's stupid, You're though. You're right, John Connor. That's it. So here you go. <clears throat> Twelve years after Judgment Day, John Connor reflects on old days of preparing for the future battle, returning to an evac point with Blair Williams. Let me stop you there. Okay. This is already way more story than the game actually has in this it. This is very true. This is clearly from, like, a manual. This is, well, now nah, this guy, whoever wrote this went into deep detail. Which, granted, it's only a five-hour Bless game. Bless his soul. But yeah, now it's the the resistance gets wiped out. It's one guy, it's John Connor and Blair. What's her name? It's Blair Williams. Uh, John is trying to get to some other resistance fighters that are stuck behind enemy lines, and he's going to go get them. He runs into a couple of survivors who live underground. Some of them join up with him. He then goes to rescue the the resistance people and then go to the Skynet headquarters. He then blows it up. The end. Yep. I don't know what to say about this game. <laughs> because seriously, there's there's nothing to talk about. It's weird because it does feel anticlimactic. Like you... You get to the point when you finally fight that HK out the window, which is, I guess, an interesting fight. Not really. Better than the better than the one in Mindjack, but not a ton. But you fight it, you shoot it, and then it just like disappears and crashes. You never see it. Nothing happens. Like 
There's no payoff for this. Even the very end of the game feels so weirdly anticlimactic to me. That, like, I, I don't know. It, there's just... it's It does a lot of the fodder that... We're going to move from here to there. We're going to walk, you know, from barrier to barrier. We're going to walk down the street. We're going to turn the corner. It, it just does uh, all of the mundane stuff and none of the interesting stuff. Yeah. That's... I also had this game hardlock my PS3 twice. Yeah, I had it hardlock my Xbox 360 once. Yep, it did that to me once. Uh, that's great. That's that's a sign of a great game for some great developers. I well, I'll tell you I'm, one thing: your uh, uh, Borderlands 3's hardlocked on me three times too. Yeah, well, I haven't been able to play it because I'm playing this piece of shit, so I wouldn't know about that. Mm. Um, now, I. I wonder if you played this co-op, and you need to have someone in the same room because. I hope even it's, I, so. It's only a local co-op. Yeah, it's only a local co-op. They said that they wanted to do online, but it was a struggle just to get local co-op, and so they were like, they were happy that they implemented local co-op. Yeah. Apparently, I was I was two steps away from sending Matt an invite because I saw him online at the same time I was. <laughs> I wonder I like, nah. if it's if it's better co-op. Not because two people are suffering at the same time, um, but because I wonder if you can revive. I would assume you can revive. Well, because that, like, and th- this game, like at the very beginning, it it does somewhat seem interesting the way that you can flank the enemies, and if you had something more than an AI partner to rely on. The flanking could have been a little bit better, a little easier, a little more interesting. Yeah, because the AI clearly like knows where you are at all times. Yeah, and you your AI your doesn't seem to take You peek your head out of the window, and you're like, "I got a, I got a shot on the guy," and then the robot turns around towards you, and you're like, "How the mother, how the fuck <laughs> know I was here?" Um, it's just I'm wondering that because like I know that like I just reviewed um. Uh, River City Girls, and that clearly is harder when you're playing it by yourself because you have the ability to revive your teammate if you're playing in co-op. Mm. So, like, I wonder, you know, how easy is this game when you have someone else? But then I wonder, like, are you fighting for ammo? But then you can both carry different guns and one person take out, you know all the wasps with a shotgun and still carry an explosive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, double explosives would certainly make short work of the Terminators. Oh, dude, that, the last two chapters of this game, I carried a grenade launcher and a rocket launcher the entire time. <laughs> I had no need for anything else. Was all I was fighting was two 600s. And the last two, the last two levels, they just give you ammo. Yeah, there's a ton of it later on. There's just rocket launchers just sitting everywhere in this abandoned factory. Yeah. I imagine, imagine like, a guy, like, 30 years ago, like, well, one day when the robots... I'm going to put this rocket launcher here on the floor, because one day when the robots take over, we're going to need it. And what's with having the all the weapons and ammo be outlined in neon green that you can see through walls. How, I don't give a shit. Why helpful. can I see it through the walls? I'd, I'd rather that than not be able to see not it. Not be able to see it at all, because everything looks the same in this game. Yeah, but, I mean, 
any more subtle? You couldn't have given it a glint as if the sun was shining, was, was like reflecting off of it? Are you asking for quality from this game? More than more than I should, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm glad they outline the the weak points of of enemies. Like I, I, they did some things right. Not a lot, but some things. Also, that like the movie is very very brown and dark and grimy and set at night. This game feels a lot more at least when the game starts i was like oh this is like a budget version of enslaved maybe right it's a, it's kind of your overgrown future rather than your bleak and dark future yeah it 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 just has a different feel a different yeah a, almost a different setting than the movie that it's based on yeah thanks for reminding me of enslaved i love that game I had it. I've had it on the PS3, and then I bought a 360 version. I still haven't played it. You've never played Enslaved? I am. Oh, I know. Man. I know of it. I played like the demo or whatever. I played like a short bit of it, but I never played the whole thing. It's so That's good. a good game. It's a great game. I know. I've heard. It's it's it, it, yeah. And like I like the devs of it, so it's like I have to play this. Yeah, what time am I putting that in? Gotta finish Terminator Salvation. Gotta yep. get those thousand achievement points. Yep. <laughs> Gotta get that arbitrary score up. Yep. I got my, my, my latest platinum from this game. It'll be the third time I've gotten all the achievement points in a game. Do you have any platinums? Oh, I have, I have like five or six platinum trophies, but I'm playing this on 360, so... I know I have inside. That's a thousand points, and I know I have one more. I think. Call of Duty Two for me. Call of Duty Two. I have. I want to say one of the fight nights because there was only like four achievements in the game. This was like the early days of the 360. I almost got all of them in Bully, but then, like, there are certain things that, like, had I done earlier in the game, I would have been able to do, but by the time I was done, I was like, well, that ain't happening. Yeah. So. But, yeah. I don't... There's nothing else to talk about with this game. No, not a single thing. There's no boss fights in this game. Yeah. Other than, other than maybe that HK on the rooftop. But you, you fight another one later on. And then whenever you're in the giant... The giant tank thing you fight multiple the giant tank thing is so stupid <laughs> I didn't really it should have been cool close. though that game did, the game didn't even tell me I had rockets yep I didn't know that Are you at first stuff down? Oh. but yeah so like you mentioned the run button it's not even like there is like a lack of buttons to use for a run button there's just buttons that are not used in this game. Yeah. They don't want you progressing through a four-hour game any quicker. <laughs> so, fun fact, I did look up. I was like, see how fast somebody can actually beat this game. And I, I looked it up, just turn their salvation hard, speed run. Watched the guy beat it, hour and 15 minutes. Wow. Didn't die once, I'm assuming. Nope. 
Yep. In fact, I want to say that video on YouTube is the world record. Because he's probably the only person who's ever attempted it. Yeah, well. I wouldn't suggest anyone attempt this fucking... He also beat it. Uh, he also speedrunned it on normal and easy. <laughs> I'm assuming easy's less than an hour. Not much. Not by much. Really? Yeah. I guess once you have it down... It's down. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a weird game. I didn't... I didn't really ever hate it. I didn't either. It's it's fine. I mean, to be honest, the my favorite part about this was like, oh, hey, it's Terminators. Cool. And that's that's not, not a very deep love. My favorite part of this was the loading screen that I'd always play around with so I could move its head yeah. and move the camera. Yeah. Because I stared at it a lot. Yep. And it's Every long time it's not short. So I guess that leaves us dead to rights here. Dead to rights. That's nothing else to say. Yeah. Oh, by so, the way, just thought about it. We're not covering Bubsy this year. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I, that's the thing is, like, I, I didn't hate this game. Matt's right. I, I like it's, it. Was frustrating, but it was. It's really hard to hate nothing. Yeah, and and, yeah. and it's also short. Yeah, that's my, mind Jack mind is twice Jack. the game as this. Yeah, well, you know, so twice the length at least. Oh, oh, yeah. it, I think it also. I also. This is a weird way to put. How do I put this? Mind Jack feels like there should be more going on, and this game is very clear from the get go. This is it. <laughs> like, Mindjack's abilities imply that, like, it feels like Mindjack, there was an attempt to make something interesting, and they were like, eventually were just like, fuck this. And this game was like, we are making a, the most basic of third person shooters. Like, yeah, no I, I get that I sense. Convinced. There's no aspiration. But I, yeah. I, I feel like there was way more production value in Terminator Salvation than there was in Mindjack, though. Yeah, okay. I I don't know about that. I I don't know how. I I don't feel like I can agree, but I also can't necessarily disagree. Yeah. So, when I was an hour into this game, I liked it. Right, I didn't know how it was going to be as repetitive as it was. I liked flanking. I, I liked the enemy types, right? Like they're not—they're nothing special. But until they get stale, I'm like, well, they're different from each other. You need different weapons to fight them. You know the kind of like the flanking. So the an hour into this game, I was like, yeah, I like it. I'm in. There was the early section where you you fight a bunch of guys, and then there, you have to like cross a street, and then you go through a building, and then you fight guys on a street. Do you know what I'm talking about? This like as you that describes game. most of the game. But yeah, maybe. yeah. Uh, when you go into the the building that you're gonna turn, you, like you actually have to turn inside the building. Like you you go, it's uh, you fight two of the spiders in the street, okay. and like a couple wasps. Time you fight spiders? Um, no, it's definitely not the first time you fight spiders. Um, what chapter fight... do you think it was in? 
dude, all the chapters blend into one. Um, I want to say we come up from the sewer. Oh, right. You go and you fight a bunch of people. They're, like, it's a bunch of, like, pieces of the road flipped, like, vertically up. And you fight, I think, three spiders in the street. Okay. And, like, I had to do that section way too many times. Just because, like, I'd try to get a shot and they'd shoot me, like, when I peeked my head out. It, yeah. I'll tell you one thing, though. And this is this is something that I have to mention because it happened in a cutscene. Uh, Angie sacrifices herself. Oh yeah, and uh, something falls in front of the elevator that we're on. A, the elevator doors are moving very very slowly. B, she could have climbed over that rubble and still gotten to the elevator. She had t- plenty of time to do that. <laughs> so Angie died because I thought she's stupid. She, I thought she was going to be a Terminator. To be honest. There was, like, a line earlier, and I was like, is she going to be, like, a robot? No, she's going to die. All right, well. I'm glad I don't have any feelings towards any of these people. Oh, there you go. And Common's in this game. Yeah. And they actually got him. Yeah. So. Isn't he, uh, isn't he in Wanted as well? Is he? Hold on. Let's find out. <laughs> Common. So Common is in the movie. Yes. Uh, wanted as well. Okay. And Grin got him All right. for the game to play a different character. <laughs> so clearly, Grin had some way of just like blackmail on Common. <laughs> They bring him in and do voice work. Okay. Yeah. And then he was in Hell on Wheels. Which is actually not a bad show, guys. Just FYI. I I have a story about Hell on Wheels. I am um, okay, so as but I say, Jared, I don't know we, it, we're only forty minutes into the show. We yeah. need to do something. So I So there was a song a while back when I was my second year of college. I'm a big Beck fan, and this was. <laughs> Are you really? I would have said a medium Beck fan. Okay, so uh, there was a trailer for um, Sons of Anarchy using a song by Beck that was unreleased called. Um, it, it was like. Known in the fan base as Iron Horse because he kept saying Iron Horse in the song, and I'm like, "Oh, I like the sound of this," and it never came out. It wasn't on the soundtrack for. Um, it, I, and it, I don't even think it appeared in an episode of. Um, oh fuck! Whatever. Um, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Sorry, that show's such a blank spot. Like I don't know that show really. Um, <laughs> I only know that song was used in an ad for it. Uh, years later, probably a year or two later, a friend messaged me and said, dude, you need to listen to this. And it's a moment from hell on wheels. There's another show I have like really no connection to. Excuse me. Um, and, uh, 
it's all the whole song, but it's playing in the background of a sequence that's clearly on a train. You should probably watch Hell on Wheels because the dialogue sounded interesting. But yeah, Hell on Wheels is actually a pretty good show. There's a moment where it's clearly two guys talking to each other. I and I was like, holy shit! It's the whole song. Like it's like four minutes of dialogue, and they're just playing the whole song in the background. You can make out that there's vocals in the song still. And I was like, so the song exists in full. This is this wasn't something that was just scrapped and they had like a snippet of. This is a full song. Uh, another year or two goes by, and I went, you know what? I have an idea. It's used in that sequence. I bought the episode from iTunes. Mistake. I shouldn't have. I went to the library afterwards, and I took the DVD. And this is this is how crazy I am. I, uh, it's surround sound on the DVD, which means that all the layers of audio are different because they're going to play probably the music closer to the television and the dialogue closer to you and then sound effects behind you. Uh, that's how I'd assume that they were going to set that scene up. So what I did was I took and took the audio track and used a program to separate it into five different audio tracks, remove the dialogue, remove as much sound effects, and then I had basically the the, the song, but there's still sound effects attached. So I tried to fix it a little bit and and put it on a YouTube channel, and it got quite a few hits, and then eventually I got a comment from somebody, and I thought they were playing me, to be honest with you, um, and said, I have this. Do you want it? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, I have this whole song. I, I didn't realize it was, like, I'm a casual Beck fan. I didn't realize it was, like, not found. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I think I'm being played. So I send him an email. And I don't get a response right away. And I start messaging people that, like, run Beck, like, a, one of the guys that runs a Beck fan site. And I said, yo, I might have this song. Like, it was big when I pulled it out of the the audio, but I'm like, now I might have it. So I get an email back, and it's the full song. The dude was on um, Soulseek and found a guy who had the song somehow without <laughs> any audio. So if you find that song, it's Beck's Iron Horse. Somebody else uploaded it to YouTube cleanly, but uh, it's, like, that's... Partially because, like, I actually got someone that, like, reached out and found it. It's a great song. It's this, like, sort of bl- weird blues song. Um, it That's my Hell on Wheels story. But, like, it was just this big, hot, long, like, I wanted that song for years. I had fans going to shows and being like, if you run into Beck outside, you need to ask him <laughs> about Iron Horse. And somebody did. And he apparently said something like, yeah, it probably won't really come out. And I was like, God, son of a bitch. And I found it. And, like, there's stories like that a lot with, like, how crazy this fandom can be. Like, a song that disappeared for over two decades that someone found. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it was a song that was supposed to be a uh, on a CD that was uh, a tribute to the German krautrock band Can And... Uh, somebody found they played all the songs off it 
on a radio broadcast that was streamed online. So it's a pretty poor quality, but it exists. And like that was in 94. So that was around the time of loser. And before loser came out, uh, Beck recorded a cover of I'm so green by can. And in that he does his devil's haircut line two years before, uh, devil's haircut was released. Uh, so that's like a big thing that was found that was not known about for 20 years. Somebody ended up finding it after looking for it. Um, and then the other one was a really bad movie called I am number four. I know that movie. Okay. There's a sequence in that where a back song called curfew plays. It's a party sequence. And, um, for years, that's the only reason why anyone would talk about this movie. And, uh, eventually, some guy was like, reached out to the director and said, Hey, like, would I be able to get that song from you? It's, this is the director who directed the last Triple X movie, by the way. Like, that's what he was doing around the time that we got this. And the guy's like, Hold on, let me see if I have it. And he sent over two songs. One of them's an instrumental track, apparently, by Beck that we didn't know about, and the other one was Curfew by Beck. Like, it's just the, it's these weird things that, like, it's a single song, it exists, so there's no reason why, no, it's just, it's, there's quite a bit of stories of weird stuff like that, especially in this day and age where it's all digital, so you don't have to go and find, like, a bootleg cassette that somebody ripped illegally. Um, yeah, that whole search is much different these days. Yeah, like, I stumbled on a... Uh, so, uh, another thing that you won't find on YouTube is... Um, there's a... Uh, this is, like, for audio files only, really. But I, I was in a record store and found a CD. It was a promo copy of Beck's third major label album called Mutations. So, there's, like, no artwork on it. And I picked it up because it was a dollar, and it's kind of weird. And I ripped it, and it's a better quality than the official CD release. Um, and there's some, like, extended tracks on there. Like, I don't know why they shortened it for the album, but they did. And, uh, like, if you find those in good quality, they're my rips, because, like, they didn't <laughs> exist beforehand. And I was, like, it made my CD more valuable, but, like, I didn't care about that. It was more interesting to share it with people, because it's not like it's... I don't know when you when you. It's the same when somebody like tries to sell a um, undumped rom. Like if you don't preserve it, it just disappears after a while. Like, you know, say you got, there's an old Elvis recording on a seven-inch record. If you don't play that and the record deteriorates and no one has a copy, that's just gone now. Yeah. So it's just better off just to get it out there in the hands of people so it doesn't disappear entirely. Like, um, especially in the digital age where, like, somebody can upload something to um, SoundCloud. I have SoundCloud recordings that I took because I was a big fan of an artist. And he knows I have them because I'm friends with him now. But uh, I said, like, I ripped those because they were important to me. And even though he ended up putting out that music, it's very different versions. Um, it was more of like kind of a solemn release um, in the end. And these are a little bit more dancey um, recordings, sort of like Moby play era sort of music. So I kept those. Um, but then you have stuff like Terminator Salvation that if you rip that, I don't think anyone should save it. 
just to kind of bring it all back around, like, if we lost this game, I don't think anyone would be upset. <laughs> but uh, that's, I uh, just, a, I guess, a weird opening moment of, like, now you know who I am. I'm the guy, there's a reason why I hold on to things, because it is important to preserve things you like. Um, I wouldn't say everybody needs to preserve things they don't like, but, yeah. So there's a method to your madness. There is. Um, the, the, yeah. Like, I try to make sure, like, you know, I have Jamiroquai recordings. I have, um, uh, there's a bunch of artists that I have stuff from that's a little bit more rare that I only have digitally. And, like, you know, it's important to try to keep hold of those. And then I'm very anal about how I have my music tagged, which is a totally different OCD thing. But, um... Yeah, like, there's a reason why I have CDs, because I, I don't... The, the day, like, an artist goes, I don't really want that around anymore. Like, you know, we were call, talking about, um, before the show started, about Call of War as, like, I don't know why anyone would want to play the cartel, but if you did, and you somehow sold your copy of it or something... Good luck finding one. Right, like, now you're... Yeah, especially you're, digitally. Yeah, like, so, you know, in that... We we talk we always talk about delisting stuff once it's happened, and uh, you know I, Scott Pilgrim's the big one. But then people were upset about the uh, the Ducktales thing. I get it in this, in, but in that particular scenario, there were so many years to buy it. True. If you really cared, like if you really cared, you should have bought that when it came out. I get it, stuff disappears because, like, you lose a hard drive or something, um, but you'd have it on your account. It's, you know, people talk about the uh, WiiWare shop, too, and, like, a lot of that stuff, what people don't realize, a lot of that stuff actually has been archived. You can illegally download it um, because people have ripped it from their consoles. It's not gone, but there just, there needs to be that ability to back it up um and i realize most stuff is it's just you know part of me doesn't want to lose that stuff like there's just so much loss to time like yep yeah for me a lot of that is even just pictures like going back and you know randomly finding pictures from middle school or elementary school or high school like those were not really archived at that time so if you find that picture that's likely to be the only copy yeah 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 it's a weird thing to just yeah that that, like so you know it shows you kind of why i'm crazy about physical media to some extent still and i know ken gives me shit about it on the main podcast but it's just like i'm gonna keep my copy of haze um i haven't kept a copy of everything else but like i liked k's enough that i might want to go and revisit that and if i get rid of it, that's it. Like, you know, I, I yeah, I'll probably be able to find another copy, but, like, God knows who decides to start making art on the back of CDs, right? And yep. then finds a co- cheap copy of Hayes. Or somebody that finds a cheap copy of Hayes in good condition and rips it apart just to use the case. You know, it's um, stuff like that. that like, you know, and I, again, I get it don't save stuff that you don't like but like you know we are kind of that throwaway generation so 
Well, I'm definitely throwing away all these. Well, no, to be fair, nothing from this this year has been really worth saving. If they were all caught in a fire, I wouldn't save any of them. No. Uh, there was a year of SNL where they got rid of, like, all the cast members. Um, they fired, like, everybody. And then Lorne Michaels goes in and only saves... Um, oh, God, give me a second. Um, uh, he ended up taking over on news radio. Um, Phil? Well, when Phil died... Um, he would, he took over. Uh, da, 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 da. John Lovitz. Um, John Lovitz was like on SNL for like a, a terrible year where they like fired all the staff members and like the last skit was like they were all on. It was like, I think it was pre-recorded. They were um, going. They were all getting fired, but no one really knew that at the time. So the whole place caught on fire. And the whole joke was, oh, nobody's going to make it out, right? <laughs> and then, and then Lorne Michaels goes in and saves John Lovitz only. It's kind of like that. Hayes is my John Lovitz. <laughs> well, speaking of the games that we would like to keep, how about our rankings? <laughs> oh. Yeah, this will be, if I preserve anything, it'll be this list of... How bad was each game? The so, only I, I almost think about trading Bound by Flame in, but I think I might pull it out of the box and keep it. I can't trade it in because it's a review copy. It's a silver. Would job. you want to though? It's not like terrible. I don't think it's bad. No. Yeah, that's the reason why I might keep it. No. Eat lead. I tried to trade in. Um. I don't know, this game is like the exact definition of a middle. Yep, I was just going to say that. When I draw my, like, when I look at this list, it's basically I'm drawing a line of games that I literally will never play again, and games that I might pick it up just to reminisce a little bit about it. This game, like, I would draw that line right through this game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I hate it enough to, like, banish it from my memory, or if I'm like, oh, it's still Terminator. I still, there's still a chance I might pick it up one day and be like, eh, I got four hours to kill. I put this yeah. game right below Eat Lead. Yep, I actually did it as well. So here's my list. I've, I've I've already wrote it. Sonic, Secret Service, Mind Jack, Damnation, The Quiet Man, Terminator, Shinmu. Mine, mine's right above The Quiet Man as well. <laughs> uh, Shinmu. Dark, Duke Nukem, Ibn Batuta, Night Trap, Eat Lead, Haze, Bound by Flame. I like like Ibn Batuta more than this. Yeah. Yeah, we know you did. I don't know why you did, but we know you did. I was a different child then when I played that game. I was I was bright eyed and and ready to get this year started, and yay! So this is a bad game. What fun! What a great year! Now I'm this a, was a great idea. Now I'm a someone ran man in who who <laughs> who hates you in the this. Dick. <laughs> 
Yeah. For me, I put this game at 8 out of 13. Okay. So, bottom half, certainly. But everything above this has some redeeming quality to me. But what I have below it is, you know, going towards the bottom, Quiet Man, Mind Jack, Sonic, Unearthed, and Secret Service. None of those games have any redeeming qualities, in, in my opinion. This game, I might, I probably said this before, and and I keep keep stomping over my point. This game is a perfect five. It does nothing so wrong that it's, you know, dismissible. But it does nothing so right that it makes it memorable. This game exists, and that might be its biggest issue. Like, it's just, like, it exists, and it has nothing to say. Like, yep, it plays fine. It's it's here. It's short. Um, yep. And just a hard shrug. Like, I, don't, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, this was I mean, a, we, a battle this, of attrition for me. This this episode was literally, oh, let's talk about other stuff, because really there's not much to say. You shoot robots, and then you move on, and then you shoot more robots again, and there's like four robots to shoot. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're right, to the point that had it been worse, there'd be more to talk about. Right? Like the, you know, you could talk about the the, the cover system and the way you can, like, snap from cover to cover. Is it cool? I, I don't think so. Does it work? Sort of. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, like it didn't do. It was fine at times. It helped me, and other times it was like, who gives a shit? Like I said, an hour into this game, I liked it. None of the game was stale to me. Like the the shooting works, cover works, the flanking. I was like, all right, this is as little as I need to do to feel tactical, right? Like, oh, there's a spider in front of me. I'm gonna. Flank it, I'm going to go up the stairs to the right, I'm going to go down the hallway, there's a crumbled window, then I can shoot its back. Cool. I did something beyond just cover in a barrier that's three feet high. That part I liked. At that point in the game, I was like, yeah, this is uh, it's all right. But then it, it does absolutely nothing from there, and that's it. That's the game. All right. Well, there you go. That's it for us. No emails this week, kind of figured. But, yeah. uh, if you would like to send us an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. You can uh, also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Anthony is at Intersect. Follow to find out more about my anal music. Ask me about my stupid music tagging issues and see why it takes me a thousand years to put anything on my music player. Anal music? Is that like a soundtrack? Uh, well, there's a band called Anal um, that I won't talk about. I won't say the word either. I don't have any of their music. It's pretty hard to listen to, but I have listened to it, and it's it's definitely things. <laughs> so there's definitely sounds. So there's two things I, if we want to talk about music that's horrible. There's two things I want to bring up. Uh, the first one is, and this is ridiculous, but Look up uh, Zebras Have 22 Stripes uh, on YouTube. That sounds like a kid's song. It, it, it's kids doing it. I'm uh, not listening to it. Is this like Kids Bop? No, no. This is the most ridiculous thing you'll ever see in your life. 
Uh, it's kids in a basement. It's, it's, it's a garage band. And I use the, the word band very loosely. Uh, but you can look up that. Uh, and then another, I, I don't know if it's a band or if it's a group. Uh, if anybody's ever heard of Broken Side. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, emo, uh, God, what is it? It's emo scene band that is literally the worst piece of shit. Yeah. So there's and this... the N is capitalized because it's broke and side. Yeah. So it's broke. Get it? Broken side? In C Y D E. And the song is Freaks. F R E A X X X. Listen to that song and tell me if if you can if you can listen to the entire thing. I want you to tweet to me and tell me that you listened to the entire thing. <laughs> Don't listen to it. Don't listen to Broken Side. It's horrible. It's the first one that came up. Yep. If you do listen to Zero Tide Twenty Two Strikes, it's pretty good. And that's because of the comments. The comments on that video is some of the best comments ever. Aside from the video of uh, Vince Neil sounding like Bob Dylan. Which you need to go look that up too. But that's it. This episode has been anything but Terminator Salvation. You're welcome. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Hope At least guys- Christian Bale wasn't in it. That's true. Don't worry, he's our outro song, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Oh! <laughs> yep. We got, a, we, got a, we got a good song for that on the end there. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great week. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony. And right here. We'll be back next week. With Call of Juarez, the cartel. I was looking at the light. Fuck! What the fuck is it with you? I was looking at the light. Fuck! What the fuck is it with you? I was looking at the light. Fuck! What the fuck is it with you? I was looking at the light. It's fucking distracting. Oh, good. It's fucking distracting.
fucking done professionally. Fucking ass.